Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is episode 85. So glad to have you joining me today. Want to bring you up to date on a couple of little things, some really cool changes. I am now offering as a singular service the ProScan Personal Dynamics Report that I use in all of my um, coaching programs. So I I love this personal dynamics report so much because it is behavioral based. When you do this survey, what it's getting to the heart of is what makes you tick, how you're wired as a human. And the, the really cool thing about it compared to, I think, other surveys, and trust me, I've done a lot is that it's not going to define what roles are right for you. It's not going to tell you, can you be a leader or not? It shows you how you show up, which is so powerful. The aha moments that all my clients have when we do this review together of their personal dynamics is powerful. So I decided just to separate it as a standalone and all the details are on the website. So take a look. If you want to start the new year, the new week, the new month, whenever it is, feeling pretty darn amazing about yourself and starting to see possibilities within you just because of strengths, behaviors, the natural traits and characteristics that you already have without having to take a course or do any kind of self-improvement, then this is the thing for you. So I hope you check it out and reach out. Let's do a personal dynamics report. All right. You can tell I get very excited about it because it's probably the most accurate report that I've ever participated in. And all my clients are always blown away of the accuracy of the report. Okay, cool. Now, I want to talk today about those times when you feel like you've reached a plateau, a dead end. Um, And is this all there is? kind of moment in your work life. And if I'm honest with myself, I'll have to say that kind of feeling happens. Those thoughts happen to me, I want to say in a big way, probably every two or three years. There's oftentimes little little tidbits, little fleeting thoughts that happened throughout the year. And I think that's pretty normal because we have to manage our brains, as you've heard me say so many times, because our brain, anytime we wanna try something new or think about something new, our brain wants to stay safe in the cave. And so, you know, it'll serve up thoughts that keep you safe, 
But it's interesting how it also, when you get those um, longings, how interesting it is that instead of thinking, gosh, I wonder what's possible, your brain serves up and what, what is this all there is? See the difference there? Again, because is this all there is doesn't feel empowering. It's not going to be the thing that moves you to take positive action, which deep inside keeps you safe. Our brains are so stinking clever. So what happens when you have this feeling that you're kind of ready for a new challenge? Sometimes, you know, you get the feeling, is this all there is? A new challenge does come along and you're good. Like, okay, cool. Yep, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. We just hit a lull. But sometimes it's nagging, that dead-end feeling. It pops up when you least expect it. Like in the middle of a meeting when you're wondering, what am I doing here? Maybe it's the Sunday night scaries. Have you heard people talk about that? Where you're dreading Sunday night Because that just means tomorrow is Monday and you're going back to a job that doesn't feel good, people that you don't enjoy working with, a place where you're undervalued. So what do you do? You push it down and it goes away until later. And then it kind of pops up, maybe a little stronger. This is not a cycle I want you living in. So I want to share a solution that will be super easy to implement and it works. Here it is. It's not complicated at all. Start listening and start leading. Listening, we know how to do that, right? We know how to do that when it comes to other people. When you're leading your team, you have to listen, right? You have to because you've got to figure out what's going on and how to solve problems and how to keep everybody moving forward. So you learn how to listen. What does it feel like when you're not being listened to? Have you ever had that situation? When someone you care about isn't listening How does it feel? Sometimes it's like if you're a parent and you've got little kiddos and you're in the store and they want something and you're not listening, what do they do? They talk faster and louder to get your attention until you listen, until you respond. They don't really care what the response is, right? It might be a yes or it might be a no. They just want to be heard. They might be disappointed if it's a no, but notice how as soon as you listen, as soon as you give that attention, then at least the dynamic changes and you can start to move forward. There's a you inside you that's not getting listened to. I'll say that again. When you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling like you're at a dead end job, when you're feeling like, is this all there is? And I thought there would be more. There's a you inside you that's not getting listened to. Or maybe you're listening and then shutting yourself down instead of letting yourself say your piece 
and just get it all out on the table. If you aren't listening to you or if you are answering yourself when you talk to you, saying things like, no, it's too late. No, you're too old to try that. You're too young to move up. No one's going to listen to you. I don't think it's a good idea to make that pivot. It's just not safe. Now, you might not be happy here, but at least it's safe and stable and you know what to expect. Man, if you pivoted to a new industry, you would have no idea what's going on. Are those the kinds of conversations that you're having with yourself? Listen, it doesn't serve you, my friend. It doesn't serve you. I really do believe that it leads to what Henry David Thoreau called lives of quiet desperation. That's heavy stuff. Maybe you push it aside, push it down so that it doesn't always feel that way. Maybe it's the undertone. And maybe you need to start listening to yourself And part of great listening is being curious. What's the message behind the message? What's the you inside of you really wanting to say? How can you help the you inside of you feel heard? Write out those sentences that aren't serving you and give them some space. Just giving some space just acknowledging the frustration, the feelings of being undervalued, even the scary of, oh my gosh, what if I did change careers? Just the acknowledgement, whether you do anything with it or not, helps. It really does. Eckhart Tolle says, when you acknowledge that anxiety, you're actually kind of making friends with it saying, come on in. It's okay. This is a human experience and it's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to feel undervalued. It's okay to feel scared about what's next, but I don't want you to leave it there. And that's where we get into part two of this solution. Start leading. Well, what does it mean to lead? think we all have a sense of it because we've led a project or you're leading a team right now. What came to mind for me is this little um, phrase in Proverbs says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Well, guess what, my friend, if you don't have a vision for your career, if you don't have a vision for your role, you're still you're just feeling kind of stagnant. Well, it's probably because you don't have a vision for you, for yourself. When you don't have a vision, you perish. Where's the life? Where's the enthusiasm? Where's the sense of something big is happening here? That there's something worthwhile to pursue. That's leading. And you can lead yourself and your career just like you lead other people. In fact, I feel it's kind of imperative. 
that you do lead and you do step up. Whether your career is going great, be constantly casting that vision. What else could happen? What else could I do? What else could be possible? And certainly lead when you've lost the vision. Got to step up and create a vision for yourself. It's a team. It's a team of me, myself, and I. And you are the leader of that team. I've read a lot of leadership books over the years. One of my favorites is by John C. Maxwell, The 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. So good. I picked out some of them that I feel are especially applicable to leading yourself. Okay. Quality number one, character. Are you willing to apply that to yourself to show up for you with integrity, intention, having the best in mind for yourself? That's character, my friends. The next one is commitment. Are you committed to yourself? Once you get the vision, are you committed to making it happen? Listen, we don't always feel committed. I totally get that. But there are times in your life when you were absolutely committed. And my guess it was probably for someone else. But you were thinking something that made you feel committed. This is possible. This can happen. I can do this. Whatever it is that you were thinking in other times of your life when you felt committed, transplant those thoughts into the commitment that you want to have for yourself as you lead your career. Communication. Okay. Leaders communicate with their team. How does this apply to you? I want you to start paying attention to the sentences and answering the sentences in your brain with better thoughts. Listen, give yourself equal airtime. That's what my coach Brooke says. If you're going to think some negative thoughts, that's fine. That's normal. That's human. But give positive equal airtime. What if it was possible? What if you could stretch? What if you did invest in yourself to learn a new skill or get the help that you need to make that change? That's the kind of communication I want you to have. I don't want you to accept all of your thoughts at face value. I want you to have very productive conversations with yourself. Discernment. This is a really good one too. This is where I think that self-awareness can happen. You are learning about yourself. You're paying attention to your likes and your dislikes and you're really moving towards what you like. It's actually an okay thing to do, but you have to really pay attention and discern what makes you tick so that you can be in that zone most of the time and pursue opportunities that are aligned with your strengths because that's where the magic happens. What about focus? Listen, you have a reticular activating system in your brain 
And what that means is when you give your brain something to focus on, it will show you the things that are aligned to that. So when you start thinking about the pivot or when you start thinking about elevating some skill so that you can get the promotion that you're interested in, when you focus on it, the opportunities will become more visible to you. It's a great book, The 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. Read it, pick it up. It's kind of classic. And think about it in terms of the kind of leader you want to be for you. Put that little twist on it. I'm telling you, it's pretty darn amazing. What happens when you decide to listen and lead? You get unstuck. You cast a vision. You start asking yourself better questions that lead to better answers. Here's a couple questions to ask yourself to sort of create that that vision to start to lead yourself. First one, what do I need to be thinking to make this happen? Leaders think differently. I think we all know that. We see examples of that all over the place, right? Leaders just think differently. So ask yourself, what do I need to be thinking to make this happen? And then what do I need to be doing to make this happen? When you ask yourself better questions, you will figure it out. That's just the way we're designed. Listen, I didn't pivot my career three times after being laid off or get 12 promotions over the course of my career simply because I was a hard worker or someone else saw something in me. The way we achieve those things is because we see something in ourselves. We pay attention, we listen, and when we get that little nugget of wisdom out of ourselves, we take the lead. I want you to find that something in yourself that is worth listening to, that is worth leading, that's worth thinking things that you never thought in your life and possibly doing things you never thought you would do. It is the way, my friend. All right, I'll talk to you again soon. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I also have lots of other great free and highly accessible resources. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.